Thank you for joining us at God's Men's The Table. My name is Brother Theron, and I'll be your host. We're here sitting around the table with a few of my friends, and we're discussing our journey of becoming the men that God has intended us to be. And our goal is to help you with that walk as well. We're going to look at different subjects and things that are going on in the world from a men of God's point of view. It's not always easy, but taking that journey, we want to work together and be definitely become the men that God has created us to be. Hope you enjoy the podcast and what we have to say, and I definitely hope you get something out of it. All right. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us at the table. And hey, it's good to be back. We got the we got Pastor Pastor Ron with us, Pastor T and Deacon Joe. And we're just gonna have some great conversation today about uh, the word and just men coming together and and just um just really having fellowship together. And that was something that we did three weeks ago. And we, uh, you know, I'm still excited about it. But what we're going to start off today is um, with Pastor T. We're going to have you lead and just bring up a subject, you know, talk about the subject, and then we're going to get into our conversation. Is that all right with you? Yes, sir. Amen. All right. Let's go ahead. Yeah. Well, um, you know, at the ministry, we just finished a series. It was It was entitled Switching Systems, but really it's, uh, just you and I as as believers in Jesus Christ uh, coming into the knowledge of the kingdom of God, Jesus, his kingdom, um, and learning to trust it, find out what it is, find out how it works, and then begin applying it in everyday living. Um, you know, uh, when we, uh, as I was studying, uh, especially in the book of Luke, uh, or it's just amazing how many times Jesus mentioned the kingdom, how he taught about the kingdom, how he sent this, the 12 to teach about the kingdom. He sent the 70 to teach about the kingdom. And, mm. you know, we really don't hear much about it uh, now, you know, if, and just, just being mindful, you know, if Jesus made this a priority, you know, maybe you and I should be more diligent about finding out what is this kingdom about, you know, we'll, we'll share about a lot of good things. Um, and I believe everything that the spirit of God leads us to talk about, uh, is a part of the kingdom, but the big picture is you and I recognizing that everything that we need, everything that we can learn, it starts first in the kingdom of God. Mm. Um, you know, because we're Westernized, you know, we we really don't understand kingdom. You know, we're more about um, democracy, uh, democratic republic, um, choice, independence. Those are, for our nation, those are big words, important words to us. But in the kingdom of God, the king makes the decision. And uh, the king makes the laws. The king is responsible for supplying everything. Um, and so when you and I got born again, it's a, we had to switch systems. So we're, we're still learning to switch systems and learning to trust God more so. 
you know, when we were talking, uh, Brother Theron, you and I, and Deacon and I were talking, I, I was kind of trying to go over that conversation again. But I think for me, one thing that came out of my mouth, and it, it, it wasn't me, was everybody has a person in their lives that they can say something to us and we will not question it at all. But everyone mm-hmm. has it. But in that area also, Jesus is not that person when he should be that person. He should be the person that we look to when he says something to us. We shouldn't question it. We should just do exactly what he what he says as our Lord and Savior and as our king. And I'll stop right there. Amen. Uh, amen. Um, Pastor Ron. What? Pastor Ron what? <laughs> Anything you like? Oh, oh, okay. I was listening to the sermon. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he's absolutely right. Again, the kingdom discussion is a different thing than the church discussion, and and he's absolutely right. This is something. Again, Miles Monroe was an excellent teacher about. Uh, cause I mean, as, as, and, and as a teacher, you know, the, the subject stirs me up. I like to know what words mean. And he's absolutely, uh, uh, pastor T is absolutely right. There's a difference between a democracy and the kingdom of God, which is a theocracy, you know, it flows from God. It, I mean, the very word kingdom means Kings, the King's domain It comes from two different words, the King's domain realm of rule or area of control. Uh, it is not a republic. It is not a democracy. We don't necessarily get a vote, you know, and that's one of the things in the Western culture that sort of messed our thinking up is that we're so caught up in our rights, our vote, our voice. Well, it works well in a democracy, you know, and a republic, but in, in a kingdom, you know, we But what is the king's wishes? What's the king's desire? You know, and the Bible, Jesus very much so taught the kingdom is coming. When you see this happening, the kingdom is not here, it's not there, but the kingdom of God is within you. You know, it's the flow of God's domination and dominion through believers, through believers that influence the course and actions of the land. And the kingdom has its own signs of its presence. The kingdom has its own manifestations, whether it's the kingdom of darkness or the kingdom of light. We look to the conditions of the land to determine which one is in charge. And Jesus did some heavy teaching on the kingdom. You know, when he when he when when he talked about the kingdom, he said, when you see the demons being cast out, when you see he sickness being healed, when you see the gospel being preached, when you see the dead being raised, goes, these are signs that the kingdom of God is among you. And um Knowing what those signs are, we have to ask the question, how many churches are actually manifesting the kingdom and and how many churches are are organized body of of believers is actually uh, uh, manifesting uh, the republic or or the idea of the uh, of of um, democracy and, and things of that nature. I mean, how many of them understand the kingdom and are pursuing the kingdom of God? Uh, it's a really, really deep subject that can change a lot of churches the way they think. Because there are a lot of churches that have the name are, are, of of being a church, but they operate more like a democracy and a republic than they do like a kingdom. 
and and that's definitely mm-hmm. something we have to examine that could you know that that's a subject right there truly it is uh-huh. deacon joe yeah um kind of following up on pastor ron the uh first of all it's it's hard when a person comes in from my experience and working with other people getting into the church and trying to learn that it's a different lifestyle it's a different way of acting a different way of uh-huh. hierarchy and that kind of thing and trying to you know get some of the street out of us and get the you know the church <laughs> into us but then it seems like it gets to be a little more confusing because like you said some churches run themselves like a democracy while they're teaching kingdom and yep. the person's confused now well the pastor or the deacons or you know they said this and that but then the bible the word says this so i think you know it takes a lot of teaching a lot of self-reading so we can understand Amen. and read ourselves i think that's why it's good that we've got you know like 50 different versions of the bible king james and you know niv and all that so you can read it at your own level and get mm-hmm. a better understanding of those things i know what's helped me is as i got deeper and deeper into church is taking notes and then going back and reading them and reading them in different versions, you know, and then finding out and then discussing it with other people who are in the church. So you can kind of get some clarity because sometimes you find out you've got two different understandings of it. Absolutely true. So I think that just makes the, you know, it's, mm-hmm. that's why we need to kind of adopt people when they get in the church, hang around with them, get them involved in Bible study and all so they can mm-hmm. learn more about the kingdom. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm... Go ahead. No, I just said absolutely. You know, he, he's right in, in so much because uh, it's such a, especially, again, uh, a piece of what, what both men have said. I mean, this is a Western culture and we got Westernized thinking. You know, when you look back at, at different places, different countries, and they, and they, they colonize uh, places in the past. You know, when Great Britain colonized someplace, they said, look, this is what you're going to do. You're going to speak the king's English. You're going to dress this way. You're going to salute this flag. You know, uh, I said, we come in not in order in order just to get your vote. We come in to take over. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we established a con. We reproduce uh, a piece of the, the, the you know, of, of the colony of Great Britain, you know, the kingdom of Great Britain, they're called a kingdom. And we reproduce it in this location. Mm-hmm. And we can under, if we can understand it, they understand what it means to be colonized, you know, what it means to reproduce a portion of kingdom of Great Britain in another land and location so it's exactly just like the place that colonized it. And when we understand that, I mean, a lot of us have a knee-jerk reaction to it, you know, um, but... It, it, it definitely reflects how a kingdom works. You know, Lord God is, we even when we pray, you know, the whole Matthew 6 and 9, our Father which art in heaven, holy is in name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth, the place of God's colonizing, just as it's done in heaven. And that's the mandate of the kingdom, reproduce the conditions of the kingdom of God in heaven until they look exactly like, like they do on the earth to colonize the earth. And that's a whole different mandate than the Western culture. Let's all just get along. You get a turn. We get a turn. You know, everybody just kind of do it. We don't have to believe the same. I'm saying, look, you don't understand. 
It's not a democracy. <laughs> it's a kingdom. I said, and he's right, coming right. to take over. He is not coming to just get along and everybody get along and have a turn. This is the king's domain, realm of rule or area of control. And the sooner we understand that, the different the church will begin to see its mandate and how we operate wherever we establish the church. We are reproducing the kingdom. You know, to that degree, spiritually speaking, we have to fight. We have deliverance is not an option. You know, uh, uh, healing and all those things are not an option. Um, this is not something we say, well, maybe we'll operate in that. No, no you got to reproduce the kingdom. You come in and you and the land is full of the kingdom of darkness. You and I are called to to promote at, and advance the kingdom of light. Whenever Jesus went in, he kicks out demons, uh, kicked them out, uh, healing, disease, all those things. In the, and, and the truth of the gospel. And it wasn't an option because he was advancing the kingdom. And he was reproducing the conditions of heaven on that place on the earth. And I think when we understand that, it will revolutionize the way the church operates. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Because um, I know, um, I remember, now this is something I do remember growing up um, when we was in the church. I remember I would hear a lot of the men say they didn't like going to church because they didn't like somebody as in God telling them what to do because you know when you it to them it was like I don't have a choice I have to do what God tells me to, what to do and that was one of the things that would drive them away from the church is do you see that happening um do or do you think that's what's happening with um, men being in the church today cuz you know we just Sometimes we just don't like taking orders. From That's a matter of submission and recognizing who God is. I think a person has a real encounter with the Lord God mm-hmm. will hit their knees mm-hmm. and recognize he is Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, throughout the Bible, there's individuals that have always had their own opinions and thought they would do things. And then when God would show out, suddenly they'd shut their mouth, drop on their knees, shaking and go, he is God. He is God. He is God. And um, I think when there's a real manifestation, you know, whether it's prophetic, whether it's deliverance, they see something beyond their understanding. There is a real, there's a real revelation of God. <clears throat> That's the first matter. You see, they, people will try to think as long as they think I got a vote and I'm in control of my own life. And I, it's my prerogative. If I do what I want to do. <laughs> when they run into the Lord God of heaven. Yes, sir. Come on now, if you're hanging around with Jesus and he speaks to a storm, yes, sir. who's not going to stop and hit their knees and go, what manner of what man, manner is, of this? man is, is this? What manner of man are we <laughs> hanging around with? <laughs> That's what they should be saying about the church. Yes. That's mm-hmm. what they should yep. be seeing in yes. the church, the body of Christ. What manner Say of people are what these folks? What manner of people? Man. Mm-hmm. You see, that will stop all arguments. Yes. Jesus, when Jesus showed out, the arguments stopped. People thinking, "Well, I should lead it. I should be." Ooh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what <laughs> manner of man? Yep. Yep. You see, we got to get back to that. And that's what will draw the glory to the Lord yes, God. And that will end mm-hmm. all arguments yes, about right. who gets yes, a vote. Sir. Yes, sir. Come yep. on now. Yep. Yes, sir. 
uh, um, when we went to, uh, when we were at the faith conference, like I was, um, Pastor T and I was um, talking about it. And I was like, I had learned so much during that week. And I said, but the one thing that stood out the most is when um, Dr. Um, um, Jesse Duplantis said, it's not that I have more faith than I wasn't. I don't have more faith than others. I'm just more obedient. <laughs> and that hit a note with me because it was in my, is it my faith that's keeping me away from things, which I don't think it is, but I really thought about it is my obedience because, um, you know, the Lord is telling me to do stuff and I'll be like, well, uh, you know, obedience, humility, think about it. Yes, sir. and <laughs> recognition of who you're dealing with and talking oh, amen. to. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Everybody, I look in the Bible yeah. when they had a one-on-one encounter with God or an angel or representative mm-hmm. of God, they mm-hmm. hit their knees. Yes, sir. To yes, the sir. point they couldn't even stand up. Yes, sir. Now mm-hmm. you tell me that person mm-hmm. get up and argue about you. I follow. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's Not so true, all. Pastor. Yeah. You know yeah. we do it, and here's the the. It's we don't recognize it. We'll do it. The Spirit of God will have us, hey, go take out the trash. Go uh, go do dishes or go make up your bed. Go vacuum. And we belittle that instruction. And that, that comes from a, of a, the failure of giving him the authority that he has, not mm-hmm. being submitted. Because mm-hmm. the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit helps us with natural things. If we're not, if we're not uh, aware of natural things, how can we expect to be used by God to do spiritual things? You know, if he can't get sure. us to to clean our house or to wash the car, or whatever case is, or sow a seed, he can't use us in big stuff. Amen. He Amen. can't use mm-hmm. us in big stuff. He can't use us to raise the dead. He can't use us mm-hmm. to, to flow through to, to uh, you know, uh, heal someone, God healing uh-huh. someone through us. He can't use us that way because we're disobedient with the small things. That's that's yes. the, that yep. is a principle yep. of the kingdom that you know many of us, including myself, I'm throwing myself in, have to understand. And that yes. when when He speaks to us, it's significant every mm-hmm. time. Yep. Every mm-hmm. time. To whom much is given, much is required. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. 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 Have you guys ever um, have? Well, what what are part of the stuff that when we're like you said, you know, the the Lord is having you know make up your bed and stuff like that. Where is it that is it that rebellion that well I don't want to do it and you know I'm I'm just not going to do it yet because I that's where I find myself. Well, a different people have then, different reactions. I mean, mm-hmm. how how were you raised by a father? How did you react mm-hmm. to your father? Remember mm-hmm. our original conversation? Yeah, good. Right, that's right. Yep. You know, how yeah. oh, how wow. did you submit yeah. how, how do you respond to a natural father? Yes. Is gonna yeah. dictate in large part how you respond to a spiritual Amen. father. Amen. Yep. Amen. Amen. Okay, see now I'm gonna tell you that just makes me confession time. We own something today, you guys. We we own we touching something today. Lord have mercy. Because <laughs> I have a tendency. Oh my goodness. Let me tell you. 
I have a tendency of when my dad, my my biological dad, <laughs> when he says something to me, first thing in my head is, "Who are you?" To <laughs> Lord have mercy. I really it it is funny because I always have to talk to Pastor T. I said. I know I'm supposed to honor thy father and thy mother. I know I'm supposed to. But they will say stuff to me, and I'm like, wait a minute. Who are you to tell me this? <laughs> you know? And that, is, and that is automatically my reaction to anything my dad tells me. You know? <laughs> I got I, I have to be I transparent. I am that way. That's good. Well, I, I, who was yeah. it? Jesus who said, "If you can't love those whom you can see, yes, sir, mm-hmm. how you gonna love and respect <laughs> ones you can't see?" Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, Dad oh, must have had oh. short, short yeah. arms too. So I did that. I, <laughs> oh I'd have been man, up off the ground. <laughs> no, for first, no, Deacon Joe. I said I'd be. No. <laughs> I say it out loud. <laughs> no, we go do it first and then mumble about it all the rest of the day. Lord have <laughs> right, mercy. right. And better not be heard mumbling either. Ooh, tell you. What you say? <laughs> yeah, I, that happened to me one time because in my head I was like, you can't tell me anything. And he said, what did you say? And I was like, did I actually say that out loud? Mm. I, I didn't mean to say it out loud. You know, I had to kind of back mm. up my own self. And I said, but it that is one of my um my my hurdles right now because they'll yeah they'll just say something and I'm just in my head I'm just like really no I don't think in in, in my head nah that ain't happening um you know and it's like no, hey no, that's no. how we see how one relationship flows into another yes yeah. you know yeah. I mean I, it makes right. me think mm-hmm. about that scripture in Malachi says that the spirit of Elijah will come to restore mm-hmm. the hearts mm-hmm. of the sons to the fathers mm-hmm. it, and how that flows because if the sons can respect their natural fathers mm-hmm. it lines them up to respect their spiritual father yes, when that time comes in their relationship mm-hmm. Amen. you know Amen. Amen. Well, I know I'm always, and it's kind of funny because I'm like, the other day I was like, yeah, I need a spiritual father because um, I need somebody to talk to and and, and they'll, they'll tell me what to do spiritually. But yeah, I'll just fall right back. I'll talk to my parents and just be like, uh, my brother, no. let me tell you, when I was in my 30s, I think, and I went to a presbytery meeting. And uh, where they speak, prophesy <laughs> over you what your gifts are. Bishop was there uh, when he had mm-hmm. the church on um, Power In, and uh, and, they were, and they had a presbytery meeting there. I'll never forget it. When I went, they called me up and they were speaking over my life. And I was going through a season of life because I never knew my real father. Mm-hmm. I had uh, I had spiritual fathers and mentors, and I remember going through a season where I just got married. And I remember praying and asking the Lord, God sent me a father figure in the faith. And when I went up to that presbytery meeting, they prayed over me. One of them prophesied my prayer and said to me, God said to tell you, don't look for another man to be your father. I am your father. Mm -hmm. 
And that stuck with mm-hmm. me. It, I don't think he was saying you don't need a natural father, but he's saying you've reached a point in your walk where your in- fatherly intimacy and guidance and direction needs to come from me. You're in ministry now, mm-hmm. you know, and you need to learn how to press into me as a father instead of looking, always looking for a father you can see, you know. You've reached a point where now you need to press in to your spiritual father. I am your father, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and that stuck with me for the longest that the Lord God said, don't put a, don't that you've reached a point There's a point where God looks to you to look to him. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm going to take up, pick up where natural fathers have brought you. I'm going to pick up and carry you even further if you come to me. And I and I think that's a continual uh, uh, principle that he uses. There are many of them that have been trained in the Bible, many of them that hung around uh, Elijah and Elisha come to mind. And then there's a point where God says, I'll take it from here. And he Mm -hmm. takes that son Mm -hmm. and begins to continue to if they're going to go deeper in the Lord, if Mm -hmm. they're going to go deeper in the Lord, you know, And, and we have to be ready for that moment to learn how to honor God in that role to take us into the deeper levels of ministry, maturity, and the kingdom. Man, y'all did. Oh, <laughs> see, this is what I don't like. Y'all, y'all got me, got me here thinking, and I'm, I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to have to change because it's, I'll, I'll say, I'm just going to be honest. If Deacon Joe says something to me, I'm like, I'm not even tripping. But my dad, if he said the same thing, I'd be like, really? (laughs) Amen. It's like, I look for a reason (laughs) to be like, nah, dude, I'm no, no, no. And um, I'm, I'm realized I'm, I'm seeing that. I'm 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 causing my own sure. heartache. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey. So true. Yeah. I'm I'm, autom- I'm automatically yeah, attacking. So it. It's mm-hmm. like you know, because um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna leave it at yeah. that. Because it's like I hope your dad ain't listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you know, not well, he to walk you around the church once. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> You walk around the church, there'd be two on one way, then when it would only be one coming back. (laughs) Right, right. What happened? (laughs) Who called the ambulance? (laughs) Right. Mm. (laughs) You be up there, I'm gonna walk you around the church. I wish you would. That that is so so real. um, because there's always the enemy. You know, he always tries to sow discord Mm. and, you know, and it can be a situation where the younger could be more mature, more developed or more or or more successful than the older. And if the enemy is allowed Mm -hmm. to if he's given place to sow seed of strife in the older or the younger, you know, he he can keep that relationship from never being what God intended it to be. You know, and even uh, and I'll say it this way, even uh, morally speaking, if the son is more uh, moral than the father, um, the enemy's going to try to put out uh, the faults of the father. Mm. He's not this. He's not that. 
You don't have to, you, don't, you mm-hmm. know, you're, you're, you're this, you're that. He's not this, he's not that. And try to, to get us to puff up, you know. But mm-hmm. we have, the key is what I've learned, we have to respect the place that God gave them. Amen. Res- respecting yeah. the yeah. place is respecting God. Yeah. Respecting the place, the person mm-hmm. in the place is respecting God. If I disrespect the person in the place that God put before me, mm-hmm. I'm disrespecting God. I'm not yeah. honoring God because yeah. they are the same. I hear you. That's a good one. Yeah. The, Man, the position, even if not mm-hmm. the person. Yeah. Respect yeah. the position if you, yeah. if not the person. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, a lot of times the question that counselors would ask me, "What if my father was abusive?" Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. said, and it's very possible. I said, yeah, "You got to yeah. look at King David. David had yeah. to run from his mentor, man, but he still yep. respected that man, office of such a degree. Yep. Yep. Powerful, you know, powerful. so that he inherited. Because what's at stake man. is his inheritance. You know, man. the blessings flow through." The fathers are the bloodlines. Man, I know. got goosebumps on me this morning. Oh, yeah. praise God. <laughs> you, know. you know, yeah. Our inheritance is at stake. And that's what brothers need to be taught that. Look, I said, look, maybe he's not a good father, but he, but you respect the position because your inheritance is at stake. The blessings of the father flow to the sons. And many mm-hmm. times you're, you're impacting, you're not just rejecting the person in uh, are the position you're rejecting your inheritance what God has promised through that bloodline is going to come through your father you know and even if you got to put some distance between them you know like you know for that matter still we have to recognize that Lord the blessings that God wants to put in your life if the father doesn't walk in them they can be inherited by the son yeah. you know that's why throughout mm-hmm. the Bible God told Israel many times he goes I'm not good to you because of what you so good, mm-hmm. I'm good to you mm-hmm. because what I promised your dad. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, sir. Yep, you know, it says the promises mm-hmm. of your That's daddy. Yep. That's what you inherited. Yep. 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 So and when you cut off that, when you cut, when your heart closes to your father, yeah, it closes to the inheritance that flow from your father. That's yep. so rich, Pastor. That's really mm. good. Yep. Man. And this is why we do this podcast because see, I don't have to pay for <laughs> well, we are free for lunch most days. Yeah, you know <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> there was talk about oxtails at some point, man, wasn't it? Double order. I'm telling you, man. I feel like I'm laying back on the couch, like, oh my god, that is so. Oh, I tell you man. what, though, even as we discuss this, it goes to my mind areas where I messed up and fell short. You know, as I was learning this stuff, I'm like, Lord, God, how you graced me, you know, at different times. Because like I said, not knowing my, not knowing my own biological dad, but I had stepfathers that came through my life. And, and there were times I dismissed them, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like, Lord, mm-hmm. God, I mean, it wasn't for the grace of God mm-hmm. in, in our life, man. How praying, many praying mama. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, Lord! Them. Them. Don't Go make me them. cry. Yeah. I'm praying, mother. Ooh, yep. Yeah. Lord, my stepfather yeah. is the one that got me into church. You know. Wow. All of a sudden, we move in with him. Out. Wake up at eight o'clock on Sunday morning. Come on, get up. Let's go. Where are we going? <laughs> We going to church. We going to Sunday school. Yeah, you know, and we did. You know, we mumbled and grumbled for a while. We realized that was part of our life. You know, so that I, I got into church. 
Amen. Amen. I started learning, you know, reciting scriptures and stuff, mm. uh, doing Sunday school, uh, BTU, anything that was on Sunday. We Ooh, were there. Lord. You were in the Baptist church? Oh, you already know it, huh? You, hey, I, just, I was there with you. You already know it. Mm-hmm. The BTU. I said, oh, Lord. Man, all of that. I still don't know what the initials stand for. But... Something but, uh, training we, union. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah that's up. right. That's right. But we went faithfully. Went faithfully. After why you got to like it, you know. It was just part of your yeah. Sunday. So now I get up and the same thing going mm-hmm. to church now, Did you, you know. Sunday Did you do vacation church? Bible school too? All the time. Yep. Help, 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 You know, did did recital for it, all that kind of stuff. So, oh man. Lord! Wow, I was I there with you, Deacon. Mm-hmm. That's great. Then for a while, I tried to escape one of my college years, you know, and then it's like, oh no, I need God back in my life. So let me get back in here. Mm. Well, you find yourself doing some mm-hmm. crazy stuff man. back in the sixties. So yeah. I bet you got mm-hmm. a movie. I bet you got a movie. <laughs> Man. No, it's triple X rated. You couldn't see it. Is so. that good handling? Yeah. <laughs> I had to I show my ID. <laughs> I went to my alumni meeting a couple of years ago with the stuff we wouldn't even talk about. Do you remember? No, no. We, mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, I had one of those moments. They'd be like, remember mm. when? And I had to end up going taking that hot, steamy shower. I can't believe I did that. Oh, and I'm still alive. All it all all right. It remind me of one of them old songs yeah. that said, "I'm not look back over my life." Mm. Mm. You know, <laughs> I had those moments. I get real flush thinking about stuff, repenting over stuff, and it was 30 years ago. Yep. So it's like, yep. get over it already. I yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Lord, but I'm so messed up. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Wow, what Man. was I thinking? Man. I remember I went to um oh when I was back in Vallejo and me and my, me and my son ran into the store real quick and I saw that tall can mm-hmm. of Saint Eyes mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh Lord, oh I can't. And my son's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, oh, I have to drink that stuff. <laughs> And he was like, no. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Man, we used to buy we used to buy 40s by the case back in the day. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Oh, yeah. by the case. 40s by the case. It, it, <laughs> we look back now and it's like, I just survived. Praying mama. Mm-hmm. Praying mama. <laughs> Many times you woke up and like, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> Let me get... Did my shout on, Lord? Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Yes, sir. man. That yes, sir. oh, I, I think it took one time too many for that to happen to me. I said, I ain't never drinking again. I said, See, God oh, bless no, me. Man. I was the one taking you brothers home to make sure you got home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you the one. I was the, I was a designated <laughs> driver. Man. I was just drunk enough to get home. I was. Mm-hmm. Just... <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a friend, and I ran into uh, ran into this friend of mine. Oh, her and I, we would go to the officers' club and hang out and go drinking and stuff. And uh, it actually was um, after hanging out with her, I had to quit drinking because we we uh, we got so drunk. I don't even know how we got home, but I was asleep in her front yard. And she was in the garage laying on the floor. She had wow. shattered her arms because she fell. 
and shattered her arm and woke up laughing. And I was like, oh, no, this ain't mm. the life for us. <laughs> and um, and um, I said, what were we drinking? And she said, I don't know. And I'm like, and how did I end up in your front yard? Mm. And it was like, and I said, yeah, I got to quit drinking. And I think that was the last time I really drank. I said, oh, no, because. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that had me. That had me. I was like, I didn't even know what I did and how I got there. I said, so many times the Lord was watching over us, and we didn't know, and we escaped circumstances and challenges, and and those those can't turn back points. Mm -hmm. You know, the Lord God would intervene Mm -hmm. at different times. I I think about that. How many times that I look back say it must have been the Lord God that kept me from going here Mm -hmm. or doing this or participating Mm -hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, man, some points that that uh, we could have did some real damage mm-hmm. to our life, but God set a yeah. limit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even in those crazy times, He set a limit. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. I and said that's enough. That's my other reason why I don't like going to Vallejo. Too many mm-hmm. people remember things, and they'd be like. I remember when you used to. Mm-hmm. No, I am not hey. that person no more. You passed oh, the test. Yeah. It's now your testimony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yes, it is. Yep. And uh, I remember one guy. He um, he had told he told my son TJ. He said, "Your dad has came a long way." Because I remember when he got out here and he was doing this, and I was like, "Don't be telling the boy everything I did." <laughs> um, but he said, "But he he really got his life together and straightened up and." And I was thinking, man, that is true. I have come a long way because I was the one who said, I'm not going to live past 25. That's how I was. I was like, so I'm going to live it up. And when I hit my 25th birthday, I was kind of like, oh, I did make it to 25. And oh, I need to. Um... What? And you know what really <laughs> opens your eyes many times is when you run into people from your past who didn't make it out. Mm-hmm. And you see what they became. Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I did that on the on the train one day. It was a guy, it was like a homeless guy mm-hmm. sitting there. And you know, hey, you know, you know, you look, but you're trying not to look like you're looking, mm-hmm. you know. And and he spoke mm-hmm. to me, called my name, and also I looked at mm-hmm. him and realized I went to school with him. Mm-hmm. And uh and man, he had just got out of jail and he looked mm-hmm. apart. Mm-hmm. And uh and and that question oh, wow. came to me. So yeah, well, you know, Ronnie man, what church you go to? <laughs> That's mm. like, <laughs> <laughs> and I just like, Lord God, he used to. I remember what he used to be, but now I'm seeing him here, and he looks like he had been through it. And what for? Yeah, you yeah. know. And and mm. I and I remember thinking, Lord God, if not for the grace of God, there go by the grace of God, go I. Mm-hmm. You know, that yep. could have been me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. You know, and uh, and I had a lot of those people that I run into and you could just see the life in their face, mm-hmm. you know, and you can already smell it on their breath, mm-hmm. you know, and just mm-hmm. brothers that alcohol yep. or the weed or mm-hmm. just life. Mm-hmm. And and I remember when they were young, full of life, and now I'm looking at them going, Lord God, is that what I avoided? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and and I'm gonna tell you the 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 thing that got me was the the guys that I would see like that were guys that I grew up mm. in the church with, mm. and how they just just left the church and just went buck wild, and it's like wow, you're you're um 
you know, it, it was kind of like that. You left the church but never came back. Yeah, this is like life has put a, a, a trip on them. And I'm like, man, man, hey, man. A lot of them got stories, man. man. I mean, I'm yeah. telling you, I, I can't tell you how many hospital visits I paid to friends that were in dealing with cancer or some kind of disease. And the thing they wanted to let me know was that they were saved. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know, they gave their life mm-hmm. to the Lord. I'm like, yeah. well, okay. I said, you got in at the, la- the last hour, but you mm-hmm. got in, yep. you know, but they wanted <laughs> yep. me to know they, all, they would call me and, you know, back then they say Ronnie, man. And that's when I know they know me a long time when I was mm-hmm. Ronnie, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and maybe, you know, they wanted prayer or something like that. And I'm go- and I wanted to know in my mind, their story, you know, mm-hmm. so I wanted to, sometimes you could look at their face and tell, what finally got them? Something caught up to them. Yep. Something yeah. took them out. And that, you know, I had uncles like that. You know, I had uncles oh. that were, had oh, sucked up God. all their years with drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and they looked apart. And yeah. all the thing, when they was, when they thought they was going to die, all of them wanted to turn to the Lord God. They was yeah. thinking about God, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and for that, I look at them. Every time I look at them, I go, Lord God, that could have been me. Mm-hmm. Yep. you know Easy. and that's what yep. keeps me grateful and humble yes sir so now when we're talking about the kingdom what is it um um what is what is one of the things that we have to realize about the kingdom that we need to put into our lives uh pastor t we'll start with you um i would just say um simply Making it a priority uh-huh. of my time to <clears throat> discover the kingdom. If I if I'm, if I'm limited, which all of us are still growing, um, learning that uh, exactly what Jesus said. He says, "Seek first the kingdom." Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly, mm-hmm. <laughs> not you know. And so many of us, all of us, in some way, fashion, or form, <clears throat> we do the exact opposite of what Jesus said. We go seek something else, but uh-huh. and until yep. when yep. until we run out of options, then we turn to God, which has kind of been a, a lot of most a lot of our stories are like that. When we ran out of options, well, I might as well do this. Might as well go back to church because my my thing isn't working. Mm-hmm. Um, just think about uh, you know you and I doing what Jesus said and letting our light shine. And other people seeing God working in us and through us, how attractive that is. And they get to avoid a lot of mess, a lot of things. You know, they avoid meeting people they were never supposed to meet. They avoid getting involved with things and people that they were never supposed to get involved with simply because you and I were demonstrating the kingdom of God in our every in our everyday walk. So I think simply answer your question is just getting to the place that I, I I surrender and I and I'm going to seek first the kingdom when I'm faced with a challenge or whatever or situational or an opportunity I seek first the kingdom for my answer I'm not I'm not opportunity led I'm going to be spirit led which is going to be kingdom led mm-hmm. amen amen Deacon Joe well, I, I agree with that. You know, even experiencing it, still, you know, find myself, you know, first thinking, well, let me just jump in and resolve this issue, or, you know, resolve what I'm going through, or, 
you know, looking to do it like men would do. And then pulling myself back and, you know, starting to pray on it, reading the word, remembering the word, you know, remember some of our Bible studies and things that I've gone through mm-hmm. that, that kind of, you know, jolt my memory and get me back on the kingdom side, you know, and realizing that the kingdom way is a better way. Amen. You know, yeah. it's totally different yeah. than what I would have done sure. if I had thought about it myself and it probably less me uh, wanting. Mm-hmm. So just remembering, you know, some of the successes I've had by doing things the kingdom way, uh, seeing what other people have successes they've had, you know, where they've gone by doing the kingdom way. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, sometimes it gets tough because, you mm-hmm. you know, you get out mm-hmm. there and just, well, mm-hmm. let me just take care of this. Let me mm-hmm. just do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll just do this. I did it before. And then you start thinking about it, you know, just take that step back. And remember, thinking put your mindset in the kingdom thinking. Right. That it wasn't. I mean, the Tuesday night at the faith conference was not Tuesday night. I'm sorry, Monday night, when uh, Brother Copeland said, "Sometimes we just need to sit," mm-hmm. and then it made, that hit home. Yeah, that really hit home because, like you said, when um, you make decisions, if you would just sit down and Think about it or count the cost. Yep. 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 Count the cost. Mm -hmm. There you go. There you go. Cause man, I know this sometimes if I didn't sit down and think about it first, oh man, I would make things worse. Be dead or in jail. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Lord have mercy. Having having an emotional moment and being emotion led. Mm-hmm. You know, how many people have lost their lives being just letting their emotions get in the best of them or in jail because their emotions got the best of them? Right. Mm-hmm. Home, right? Yep. And man, I, man, this, man, this therapy session is really good. I just want you to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I want right. your appointment for the same time next Sunday. Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'll take the fried chicken plate for my fee. Oh, you know. <laughs> I want the oxtails. <laughs> Talk about, man, we're going to end up at the porch if we don't be careful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, yeah, this, we got to, that I was, I was explaining that to somebody just this week. I said, because um, it was actually my manager, and she said, Everything that you're going through, she says, you always sound upbeat. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's because of the Lord. Mm-hmm. I said, mm-hmm. you, I, I have taken a new, I'm not going to sound down. Mm-hmm. I know everything that I'm going through, but I know God is getting me through this. Mm-hmm. I know I'm healed. Amen. I know. That, and I said, and I'm just going to be upbeat about it. And um, she said, um, she goes, because I can tell that you're sick. But you just sound upbeat about it. And I told her that that's just, I have decided I'm going to be obedient. And I, I always remember that line, uh, we're not supposed to look like what we've been through, you know, and that's, yeah. all I can, <laughs> that's all I can think. And I'm saying, no, nope, I'm not going to, um, you know, I'm going to just be upbeat. And then, you know, you hang up and then your heartbeat, my heartbeat would drop and I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. You know, I'm supposed to be upbeat about this, you know, and <laughs> you know, it is. I was telling you, it's a mental thing. You gotta just believe. Yep. And I've I've decided to take on that um that thought, that train of thought, and be obedient when the Lord tells me to do something. 
So I'm kind of glad he didn't tell me to go to Vallejo this weekend. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm like, I'm going to be obedient. And even if I got to talk it through, you know, I'm going to be obedient because yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that was my, the one thing, the outlook I was taking from that. Um, what do you guys find um, the hard, what do you find there's a hardest part to be obedient about or, or be obedient with that you find yourself not thinking the kingdom first um, overcoming our own fears and stereotypes and sure. judgments mm-hmm. sure. those are the same emotions that Pastor T hit it I think it was Pastor T that said about being led reacting to your own emotions Yes, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that can be a hindrance learning how to die to self that's what the whole you know over and over mm-hmm. again he said got mm-hmm. to the point mm-hmm. that when God all God has to do is breathe on it and you move you know, developing sensitivity, being led by his presence as opposed to your own emotions, stereotypes, desires, you know, um, learning how to be so dead to self that God's wish is your will. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's what Jesus modeled for us. That's what he said. Yep. That's what he said. That's what he yeah. said. First thing in the morning, his, yeah. his first thing was, I'm going to spend time with my father so I'll know what the agenda is going to be for the day. Yes, sir. You know, yes, he'd sir. get up early in the morning. That's, I mean, that right there disqualified me for a lot of stuff because <laughs> I do not like getting up yeah. early. Amen. You know, yes, oh, sir. man, I got up in the yes, time. I know God woke me up and I still would drag. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, you know what did I miss out on? But Jesus would get up, spend time with the Father, and He saw what He was going to do for that day, and then He went out and the King and He released the kingdom wherever He went. You know, He He said, "My my," He says, "My meat is to do the will of Him yep. that sent yes. me." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Man, what a statement yeah. that is! We claim it, yes. but how many of us are actually flowing in it to the point that God says it?" We we believe it that settles it, you know, mm-hmm. instead of debating or arguing with them. I yeah. Mean, um, yeah. You know, or resisting yeah. it in some way, shape or form for whatever reason. Maybe it's yeah. laziness. Maybe it's fear. Maybe it's stereotypes. Maybe it's wrong teaching. You know, we get all these little bumps that hinder the flow mm-hmm. of kingdom mm-hmm. submission. Man, mm-hmm. what a message that would yep. make. Kingdom mm-hmm. submission. Yep. Yes, sir. Yep. You know, yes, and sir. a lot of us have we, we spend so much time learning by the time we figure it out. You know, we we down to the, the last golden season of our life, you know, mm-hmm. and um, yep. for that matter. But I mean, that's yeah. the thing. Just being dead to self, not having judgment yeah. where we want to debate with God. That's what kills me. I mean, I say it. I have not mastered it. I think about individuals that want to debate with God. Remember, the, who was the guy? That go, the Lord told him go pray for Paul, and he immediately started telling God all the oh, messed up stuff mm-hmm. Paul, <laughs> Paul mm-hmm. did. Like God, don't you know who mm-hmm. this is? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and the Lord mm-hmm. got never didn't want to debate with him. Didn't want to bring it up. Didn't bring mm-hmm. up Paul's past. He goes, look, he is a chosen vessel for yeah. me yeah. in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and uh, and he did it. And yep. he did it. Yes, oh, <laughs> he did do it. That's he, did do it. <laughs> he did do it. He did. He. Let me you know, pull his name up real quick. I can't remember. I can't remember his name. 
he had the dream or or or, or in the vision. Ananias. Ananias. Right, right. Yes, yep. yes. Yeah. And didn't Moses have a moment like that too? When God called oh. him and he started telling God, I'm not why I'm not qualified to right. do what you <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we're not in oh, bad yeah. company, but mm-hmm. still, God's gotta take a deep mm-hmm. breath and go, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm getting sick of y'all. I just I just you know <laughs> I'm getting sick of y'all. <laughs> oh man. Hey brother, we, I, we I keeps it real. Yes, sir. What you got, Pastor? Go ahead. How, hey, go apologize. Oh Lord. No. <laughs> oh Lord. But I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna really have to apologize. <laughs> oh man! Because oh, how many times have we delayed that? Yep. Oh yep. yes. Go kicking and screaming if you go. Oh, hope it just go away. Just hope it just go mm-hmm. away. Mm. They're not gonna know. <laughs> I'll buy them some. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm telling you, right when you said when 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 he said go pray for Paul and and he wanted. And you know how many arguments I've had with the Lord about that. I was like, Lord, you know them. Why I got it? You know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. oh, you know how they are. They're not gonna forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Lord. Oh, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Father, help me. Oh, <laughs> increase our faith. Wait, <laughs> I gotta. <laughs> Jesus, increase our faith. I gotta oh, rub man. my toes now. This is too heavy. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's talk oh. about the oxtails. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, next week, why, why don't we have a podcast? I ain't talking to y'all next week. <laughs> y'all beating the brother up today. But that's just the basic stuff that, can't, that he emphasized. Yes. If we don't forgive, we yes. won't be forgiven. If, yes. You know, Man. love those that hate you. Bless those that, yes. that bless yes. those that curse you. Do good for them yes. and spitefully yep. use you. Yep. Man. Oh, Man. 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 I did not expect that. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> you guys said, uh... you know, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, when yeah, I was no, first thinking about this, time. I was like listening to um, your series that you was teaching, and I was like, oh yeah, that's a great series for us to talk about. And, okay, little did I know. <laughs> mm. Hey, it make it you know it makes you realize how much we need the Holy Spirit to fulfill this stuff. Mm-hmm. We're not going to just get into church oh, and start man. doing it. Man. You know, Real we man. need help. Yep. Yeah. It's, and it's it's like the more, man, the more I get into the word, the more, you know, the more I learn, the more I get into it, the more I'm seeing my flaws. And it's like, oh, I got to work on that. And oh, man. And today, today it's just the day. Um, it was like, hey, like, the good part really, is see it. Like, like Pastor hey. said, I'm actually after this, I'm gonna have to make a phone call and say, <laughs> "Please forgive me." You mm-hmm. can't tell me a thing. No, I'm not gonna say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, this is like one of those good sermons where you leave the church and you get outside and start talking. Boy, he was talking to me. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking to he was talking to me too. And the other person was over eavesdropping. He was talking to me. Was like, right. That was a good sermon. Everybody right. said he was talking yeah. to them. 
Lord have mercy. Amen. I didn't Amen. see this coming. Um, <laughs> I've been like, oh man, but yep, that that was oh man, y'all gonna have me praying for folks because I know. Oh, that's a trip. Look, y'all just throw me off. What's my next question? <laughs> hey, but I tell you what though, I mean it shows you the grace of God. <laughs> I heard someone say someone said they don't like going to church. Because it makes them feel so unworthy, and 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 person told him said, "Oh, don't worry about it. You never were, and you never <laughs> right. will be. <laughs> you never were worthy." He was talking about get off that kick. It's it's yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. Thank you, yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. you know you. He made mm-hmm. you were in, only in Him. That's why we can't do the part yeah, from Him. Right, You're not gonna do right. it by Amen. yourself. Amen. Yep. yep Amen. 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 That is that's Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes. Thank you. So, <laughs> thank you, Lord. This is a good thing about um, um, brotherhood. I think is when you when you can sit around and um, just brothers being real, not you know we we talk about anything, and as you see, we we're laughing and enjoying each other, but we're talking about the word, so you know it's for real and. Brother, you sometimes know, you have to laugh been... to keep from crying. Shoot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? yep. Y'all got me rubbing my corn, son. <laughs> you know, it's like, man, not once, you know, nobody's condemning me. And I'm like, no, sir. Hey, you know, sir. All have seen come short. That's And that's the truth. It is, um, you know, I, I find that's and that's what I I hope for everybody because um I was talking to um one of my other friends the other day and um he he I when I told him about us going to the faith conference, he was like, Well what did you learn there? Now any other time he would be like, I can't believe you went to that faith conference and they <laughs> they, they preached this and they preached Pastor T knows who I'm talking about. Um <laughs> But he was like, well, what did you guys learn there? And I was telling him, I said, yeah, you're next. We're going to be taking you next. <laughs> and, uh, because I think people, um, if, if you see what we get out of it, and it's because um, no matter what, each night you're going to get something out of, um, out of it, something out of it. And um, we, we, like I said, just the, the the Bible studies, even the Bible studies we were doing, and um, <clears throat> so you know, Pastor Ron, we're gonna kidnap you next year. <laughs> Amen. 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 So, Amen. I, I'll submit. Now, you, we, you guys gotta bring good food, money, but. Uh, <laughs> Hey, just kidnap me. I'll be in the trunk, hands tied, chewing on an octave. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I was telling them we get so much out of it that because um, uh, in, in my head, the, the one line that I got throughout the week and it was like we we got all kind of nuggets. It's still that um, uh, when Pastor uh, Rodriguez said people fear their past more no they fear their future more than they fear their past and mm. that it was funny because Deacon Joe looked at me he said oh he talking to you and I'm like hey, hey, hey. 
Did I say that? We already loud? know. <laughs> <laughs> and um and, and it was funny because you know Kev turned around and looked at me too, and I'm like, Yeah, 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 I know, I know. Mm, so, mm, but mm. that was one of the things I was I, I was fearing my future. I was like, Well, I could just stay here and not do anything instead of going on and doing my assignment and what what is being um shown to me. And uh that that just stuck with me. And um it was like, man, it, it's just talking to you. Uh Deacon Joe, did you run into any um lines or something that somebody said that affected you that way? Yeah, there were a couple. I was just uh fingering through here. But uh, I think one of the things that uh I think Creflo, Creflo Dollar, when he was uh, talking about making, you know, changes, changing mm-hmm. devotion, and changing your deportment or your behavior, and then changing your destiny or your soul. Mm-hmm. So uh, just trying to make sure that I'm I'm looking at the changes that I in, in myself, you know, and am I really making those changes going forward, doing the right things to get there. And then you know, the good the, the good changes I'm making uh, appreciate them and keep trying to go mm. go forward mm. with it. Mm. How about you, Pastor T? Um, I you know everybody has something. Um, I'm while we're sharing, I'm thinking about again Tudor Bismarck. You know, um, mm. where he said, uh, you know. As you as we grow, we have to eat more, mm-hmm. and in the natural, we all understand that. But spiritually, it's, you know, the spiritual things and natural things parallel, and so same thing spiritually. If we're going to develop, as we're developing, if we want to develop more spiritually, we're going to have to eat more, mm-hmm. we're eat, spend more time in His presence, more time praying, more time in the Word, meditating in the Word, um, and and not be deceiving and thinking that I can just be on autopilot and expect <laughs> a greater, you know, uh, manifestation of, um, of anointing or it's in areas of ministry to be a teaching gift or, or serving gift or, you know, hands-on gift, frontline mm-hmm. ministry. So we still need the anointing and uh, we can't just mail it in, you know, just because we've done it for a while, just because we're familiar with it. We have to continue to, uh, just like we've done over the years, willing to invest in ourselves, you know, not letting uh, numbers uh, dissuade us, meaning money, mm-hmm. and not let that be a reason uh, not to, to invest in ourselves, but plan, prepare, and, in, and invest. And, mm-hmm. and, then, and make a demand on the gift that's in front of us, that God puts in front of us, not despising the gift. Put a demand on the gift, you know. Jesus said, if you receive me, you receive who I send, paraphrasing that. So we, whoever mm-hmm. is in front of us, we have to receive mm-hmm. them. And we did that, you know, we did that. And, and there was an impartation that took place in all of our lives. And our lives will never be the same. Amen. 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 Yep. Now, Pastor Ron, with, um, when you're, you, you're teaching like three different things during the week, you teach Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lord have mercy. What, <laughs> what are some of the things that you've learned from teaching those those three different nights 
Well, and that go ahead. Keep you going. That yeah, things are just a saying or something that keeps you going on teaching it. Well, one of the things that I am learning constantly, re and relearning, is not to substitute doing things for God in place of doing things with God. Not spending mm-hmm. time with Him. I, I found out the more I teach, the more I tend to let my prayer life, worship life, suffer. You know, it tends to be like mm-hmm. a trade-off. If I'm not careful, I have to set aside time. You know, I, I mean, I, those times are ingrained in me in terms of getting ready for Wednesday, you know, and then I have Thursday, Friday, you know, then do some Saturday things, Saturday, getting ready for Sunday. And then, mm-hmm. you know, Monday, getting ready for Monday and Tuesday, getting ready for Wednesday. And uh, my mind tends to sometimes be so focused on the lessons and the teachings and things of that nature that I tend to trade it sometimes for my prayer time. And that's not good because, you know, I, I need to sit down and spend time with the Lord. He energizes it. He breathes on it to make it effective. Amen. I end up sharing information Amen. and not really giving revelation. You know, I, mm-hmm. I end up trading one for the other. And I have to catch that. You know, I go, I'm not, I said, I'm not spending my personal time with the Lord God uh, in the name of saying, well, I, I, I did teach, I did minister, I did share, mm-hmm. and, and, and I pour t- so much time pouring out, sometimes I'm tempted to neglect being poured into. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm, I'm trying to get back, I'm like, there's got to have a balance that the more you pour out, the more, even more so, you spend time being poured into in his presence and, you know, on your knees, uh, uh, spending mm-hmm. time with him so that uh, you end up getting fresh revelation. Sometimes it's amazing the different yes. levels of depth or revelation you can receive from a mm-hmm. teaching. And mm-hmm. and you're so tempted mm-hmm. to think, well, I've taught this so many years, I got it down. And then God breaks out a whole mm-hmm. new level. And it's like, oh, my Lord, mm-hmm. I never saw this. Mm-hmm. You know, and, mm-hmm. and, and you realize it's like swimming in the ocean. The farther you go, the deeper it gets. And um Mm-hmm. And the more, you know, I said, okay, I got to really have a time with God that is equal to the time I'm trying to spend doing things for God, if, if that makes any sense, you know, I mean, here mm-hmm. I am retired now, so yeah. I have time, I have no excuse, you know, the Lord God mm-hmm. has set me up where um, I can begin to focus more on him and grow in a deeper relationship. You know, with him so that I can share a deeper revelation from him. And I'm learning there is a balance. When I don't do that, I end up just repeating what I've already learned. And Mm -hmm. uh, I had this dream that I believe was from the Lord God uh, about a drawer full of dirty socks. You know, socks I had already worn and had used, and the whole drawer was full of dirty socks. And I shared that with somebody who usually gives dream interpretation. And they said, The Lord God says, You need fresh revelation from Him. You've been sharing what you've been sharing so often. You become like a gospel parrot. You're repeating mm-hmm. the same thing, but you're not growing 
in your knowledge and depth with the Lord God because you, you know, you sort of substituted that for what you've, yeah, you've taught before. Yeah, you got a drawer full of notes and binders full of information. Mm -hmm. But in order for God mm -hmm. to breathe on it and for it to become revelation, you got to spend yeah. time with the Father, Amen. you know, Amen. for him to bring life Amen. to you. Not just in yes. sharing sharing revelation and not just information. And truly, there is a difference. Mm -hmm. So I am learning that the, to share deeper, you have to pray deeper. You got to go deeper. You got to get in order for mm -hmm. this to really have an impact of life on people. Hello? Mm -hmm. Yeah, some have to pass around. Yeah, audio. Yeah, it looks like it's microphone. Went. My phone. The audio is low. Vibrating in my ear. People calling at the wrong time. Oh. There we go. There you go. There you go. go. Okay. There you go. My apology. Oh, no, no problem. Worries. No problem. No worries. Now, Pastor T, how about with you? Because with you teaching um, Wednesday nights, um, and you only have basically like 30, 30 minutes to teach something, how do you get the word and try to get the most out of it within those 30 minutes. I think like uh, what Pastor Ron just shared, I, I have found that um, there's a, a better revelation, a better, a stronger anointing um, when I pray first, meaning that if I know I'm going to, I'm scheduled to minister. Yeah, I may know, I may not know what I'm going to minister about, but it kind of, I pray first instead of going to go study. <laughs> I pray first, mm. and it makes my study time so much mm. more efficient. Uh, uh, and then the the word is fresher. You know, all of us have heard a message uh, that just inspired us. It's a powerful message. I want to teach that, and we may have tried to teach it, and it'll just be flat. Yes. It'll just yep. be dead. Yep. It, it'll yep. be never. <laughs> it's never like what you heard. <laughs> it never comes. Out, it never comes no. out that way. And and so God uh, has a word for the people who are, will be there and he knows what they need. And it, it doesn't come out of our intellect. It doesn't come as Pastor Ron shared. It doesn't come out of our notes. Uh -huh. It comes from spending time with him and him giving us utterance. That's, that's the, for me, again, answering your question, I mm -hmm. spend time in prayer more than I spend time. Amen. Amen. That's Amen. a sermon. Yeah. Now, Deacon Joe, because with you now, you do uh, Bible studies for the deacons and stuff, um, and I know you got plenty of notes and everything. How do you um, decide what you're going to teach and what what um, what the brothers need yeah. at that time? Well, usually I, I try and pray on it and come up with something, or either that. I've seen something going on, you know, in the past few weeks or whatever that I want to talk about or something that's touching my heart. Sometimes it's not about, you mm -hmm. know, what the brothers are going through or whatever. Sometimes it's just what I'm going through. Amen. I need to, need to get it off my chest. But I, uh, you know, but I'm also, I think at the stage of listening to you, Pastor Ron, is that uh, I want to expand a little bit more, you know, get on to different topics and bigger things and get a little more depth to it. I think I mentioned it when we were at the conference that, you know, I looked back and a lot of the things that I did Bible study on were kind of, you know, things that have affected me in my life. But I want to go out and do, you know, mm -hmm. do something bigger and, you know, 
I know it's a lot of times just relevant, hopefully relevant to the people I'm talking to, but I like to really just go out and get bigger, you know, look at bigger things and some of the ahas that that I see in the Bible and talk on those. Mm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. There's a lot of them out there. Lord knows there's a lot yes. of ahas out there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Amen. So, because uh, when you see the the church reopening, because you know we're we're going through that with the church reopening. Um, is there a, a a plan that you have to, you know, we're talking about reaching other men and stuff. Is it, do you have a certain plan or you just, we're going to have to play it by ear because I've looked at, I don't really, I, things that I see that we can do different, but it's kind of one of those, you got to play it by ear before we can, um, do anything is 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 that how how you kind of looking at it uh not really but that's a good idea you ought to bring that up when we start meeting and talking about it now it's a good time since Mm. things have changed you know we can talk about doing some more of those things yeah because um i've i've this this from just what i've i've encountered i've seen that even with small groups with you know us talking together and you know, again, when we went to Chicago, the group that went mm-hmm. to Chicago, you could see the difference in our relationships. And it's just, I want to I want to see people have a better relationship, not only just with one another, but with yeah. God. Yeah. You know, we, we need a better relationship. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, so I think um, we, we, um, there's times, even with the group on the podcast, I, I think even outside of the podcast, I feel, you know, us getting together and breaking bread. And that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, and just still talking amongst each other and sharing. And um, when people see that, I think it, it starts to grow and hopefully it'll grow on others to do the same thing. It doesn't have to be with us. It might be another group, but. I think all of us have to come together, especially if you're in the same mm-hmm. church. Yeah, yeah. You know. But yeah, let's let's plant that idea and keep trying to make it grow. <clears throat> you know, kind of yeah, sounds like um, circles that they had in the Baptist church, but uh, you know, <laughs> it, we, see, Ron, you, Pastor Ron, you just put that in my head. <clears throat> but uh, I was know, there. Take it out. We, we'll call it something modern. But I think you know, it's a good idea to kind of keep the little groups together and keep everybody communicating. I think it's easier to communicate and share and people open up if you're on a smaller scale than if you had to go in front of 15 yes. people all the time right. or 20 people yeah. or more. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, Pastor Ron, at your church, um, uh, the, 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 the amount of men, do you find um, yourself now trying to reach out to the men? Well, we've always tried to do that, uh, but you know, we had the women outnumber the men like three to one, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> it, it it was more difficult, especially in a new church, to uh, draw mm-hmm. the men. We had a lot of young men, and and they sort of come and go, they come and go in waves. And uh, when they come through, we we did find it more difficult. The women, man, they get together, they fellowship, they come out in numbers. Uh, the men, we had to go get them. We had to go to the women's mm-hmm. house or call them and reach out mm-hmm. and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, as we discussed before, 
in the past. It's always more of a challenge to get the men to do what the women seem to do come natural to them. And um, but they do come. I mean, the, uh, when we do have the men come through and we bond and try to build a relationship with them for that matter and get them to see their role, get them to see the, their contribution, their importance. Um, I, I'm always concerned that some men feel that uh, sometimes, like we said before, that church is trying to control them or trying to are targeting them. And a lot of them get that, get their, get the shoulders up. A lot of them get the attitudes up for that matter, but we're trying to get mm-hmm. them to see the team mindset, the kingdom mindset that you're being part of a kingdom. You know, this is something that's going to benefit you. It's going to bless you. It's not trying to so much. It will change you, but you know, it, it, it over time for that matter, you'll grow, you'll mature, you know? And um, a lot of the men are kind of cautious. They're kind of skittish. You know, so we have to be mm. careful in how we approach it because a new church is always looking for laborers and workers, of course. Mm. And uh, and that becomes more transparent uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a new church or a small church for that matter. So we got to develop, become their friends first. And then uh, we, as we look for their gifts and talents and abilities to plug them in. And uh, I had to stop even my own mama, you know, man come in and all of a sudden we need it was a deacon. I'm like, calm down. Don't do that to the man, you know, <laughs> don't hit him with that. He might have some needs. And then we talk to him first and then we'll, then we'll see if he's ready to be a deacon, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, I got, I got a question for, for all of us. It, it's, it really is just kind of exposing uh, the way we think. Um. Jesus chose 12 men, right? And these were men of means, the men of, they were professionals. So what they did, they had employees, they had their own businesses, but they were willing to trade that to walk with him. And we also know that God wants his house full. So we've been talking about the kingdom of God. So the answer to gathering people gathering men is in the kingdom it's not in so-and-so strategy uh-huh. it's not in so-and-so's workbook it's not what they did it's what he's called you and i to do that's what will win people to come alongside what we do uh-huh. mm-hmm. getting the plan from uh-huh. him and not not looking at why they don't come why why are we even talking about why they don't come we should be talking about Father, what's, what's my role in expanding the kingdom? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you want me to do today? Your will is my meat today. And, mm-hmm. and make that our priority. And watch God build his church. Amen. You know, watch Amen. God build his yep. church. Man, okay, so now we owe Pastor T three chicken dinner. <laughs> um, <laughs> man, Pastor T, that is so true. Because what drew and I'm, I'm just thinking about what drew me to South Sacramento uh, Christian Center was Amen. the men watching the men. Amen. Same here. Watching the men and um, how I, I just saw something about them and it was like I want that. That's what I want. Amen. That's what I want. That's what Jesus yes. wants. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. That, that's Amen. what yes. he wants. You know yep. we're not, we're not button heads mm-hmm. with the with the mm-hmm. master. We're we're on his yes. team. 
Yeah, we have. Yeah. We have. It's more of you and I lining up with him instead of you and I trying to get him to Man. line up with us. Amen. Right. That's that's right. where Amen. the disconnect is, guys. It's mm-hmm. you and I not lining up with him instead of you know so much of how prayer is taught is trying to overcome God's reluctance, which is a lie. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we have to line up with him. Um, and get on his get on his page instead of trying to get him pray him onto our page. Right, Amen. Yeah, because I still remember um, it was actually I think Deacon Joe and Pastor. T- I still well when I um, when I was really getting into the church, I still remember when um, Bishop said, "I'm gonna put you under Pastor T," and I was like, "Why are you putting me under Pastor T?" And this- <laughs> Man, I still look at Bishop and said, "You knew what you were doing on that one." That he that definitely saw something in me, and then I think he um he put Deacon Joe on me and said, "Yeah, because Deacon Joe is gonna have to break me down." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you had to pledge, and, um, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> and it's funny because even to this day, I always joke. They'll tell you I always joke around. And I said, "No, I'm gonna be a Johnson." I'm gonna be a- <laughs> that's, that's right. right. That's right. Every yeah. time I'm that's gonna right. be because a- <laughs> it was the three Johnsons yeah, that three- took me <laughs> in, and I said, "Oh no, I'm a Johnson now." Yeah. You know, these guys. <laughs> three Johnsons, right. a Carnell, and a Tins. Yep. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I'll tell him in a minute. Oh, I'm an honorary yeah, we'll, John. We'll get you a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I was. Man. I think it was Kevin's idea, but one of these days we gotta go. When we go, we gotta all get Superman T-shirts and wear them one. One oh, of the days, man. maybe a, uh, you know, where we know we're gonna get mm-hmm. some favorite seating. And so uh, that'd be great. Yeah. We can wear our suits with our Superman T-shirts and just kind of unbutton it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't play because you know Kev would do yeah. it too. <laughs> Amen. Because, uh, yeah, Kev, uh, man, that's another uh, a brother that I've seen grow. It is like, oh, man, you know, he, he's fired mm-hmm. up. Yep. He, he, he cracks me up at times. You know, when we were on the, like I said, when we were on the plane, um, we we talked for two hours on the plane, right? And the people behind the I know the like I was talking, the ladies behind us was definitely <laughs> listening to what we were saying. Kevin and I talked ourselves into a nap. Now you know <laughs> it it was just like I I really think they were the the people that were around us, like, okay, these brothers are talking about the word, they're talking about God, they're talking about family. Okay, we're not used to this, you know. They're not talking about sports and this and that. It's like so that that trip in itself. Um, even though I'm kind of messed up now because I can never go back to economy. Uh, you know, <laughs> you fly first class, you can never go back. It is like, oh no, this is. But um, the the people around us, I I, I noticed that too. You know. Um, like I said, going to, I, I just want to see us go to a, like another another conference or something, just to, so people can see this is what happens when you go to um, 
uh, to a faith conference six years together and the the the, the bond and the relationship that Amen. we have. Amen. You know, and um it is it's um it's so important. I, I definitely I, I I stress that. So yeah, when we go back, I think uh, a lot of people I think they're gonna see that. I think they're gonna definitely see that. Amen. Um, so now, so now, Pastor Ron. Now we're gonna. Um, one of the things uh, we're gonna talk about this though, and I think it's gonna be a great thing. I think we're gonna get your men's group, the men from your church, and our, you know, and us. We're gonna get together. Amen. Amen. They need it. And um, and yeah, and we just if we even have to have. See, this is one of the things on our podcast. If we do it there, we could have like a town hall setting. <laughs> and we can talk to all the other brothers and ask questions and they can ask us questions and kind of lead it that way. I think especially with you and Pastor T and Deacon Joe, y'all got some knowledge there that you can definitely um, um, drop on people because I was trying to do it on Zoom. I'm, once I figure Zoom out, you know, then um, I was going to say I was going to charge $25, but I'm uh -huh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we'll we'll charge them, and we can um sit back there talking about we made it. But, um, <laughs> but uh, just something like that, all of us getting together, you know, and just sharing what we're we're learning and everything. Amen. And um, I think that'll be a great thing. That was one of the things that um during my time off, you know, sitting around and getting better. The Lord has brought to me because he, he said, you, you got the people. We, we got the people who can do this. And um, I, I think um, some way, somehow we got to do a men's conference. That's what I, just, mm -hmm. I think we need to get again mm -hmm. and, um, and go from there. Now, this has been a great conversation. And I thank you, Pastor T, for bringing that, that subject up. Um, any parting words for us today, Deacon Joe? No, I think it was, uh, it was a good day. It was a great topic. Uh, and enjoyed the, the interaction and all. And, uh, you know, picked up some ideas. I think I'm going to, you know, work a little bit harder on the, in the Word, trying to come up with some new new areas and new directions for me just, just to get deeper. And, uh you know, mm -hmm. bring a little bit more to not only my life, but to, you know, speak in the lives of some of the others around me. Amen. 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 Uh, Pastor Ron. Sir. Any parting words? That you have well, good today? conversation as I always. I missed you, brothers. I'm good to hear your voices again. And, you too. And, yeah, uh, you. you know, everybody stay, staying healthy and staying on top, you know, uh, I tell you, if, if 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 nothing else, the time that we didn't get together and the challenges that kind of went behind the scenes make you appreciate the times you can get together, Amen. you know, and fellowship with one another. So uh, praise God, Brother Theron, for keeping this going, not letting it fall by the wayside. And, yes, uh, I, you know, and I, I have to believe somebody listening to this is going to be blessed. I just, there was just Amen. too much knowledge that was being thrown out this morning that, that I can't see that just going to waste. So I praise God for you brothers and just our yeah. transparency and insights and understanding 
and experiences, being willing to to be put to be put to put it all out there, you know, it's got to bless somebody. Mm. Amen. It really Amen. does. Amen. All right, Pastor T. Yes, sir. Um, again, it's really enjoyed today. Um, it's always good. Today was particularly good. And I know we haven't been together for a minute, so it's always rich. You know, I really appreciate with, with Pastor Ron, Deacon Joe, and Brother Theron, what you all bring bring to the table. Um, I mean, I can only share with Pastor Ron, just share that, you know, what the Lord uh, put put out today. It's got to be a blessing to somebody. Amen. You know, it's gotta Amen. Well, I know it was a blessing to me, and I owe y'all some therapy money. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know. Man, this. So after this, I'm gonna have to make some phone calls, and uh, and, and just really make do some apologies, and you know, make things right. And I thank y'all for it, even though y'all got me um, laying down here on the couch, you know, wanting to get some more, <laughs> and more, more input. But yes, and I I appreciate you guys joining me. And I'm looking forward to many more podcasts and us getting together soon and breaking bread and just enjoying each other's Amen. company. Amen. Let it be so. Um, yes, sir. All right. I'm going to ask uh, uh, Deacon Joe to lead us out in prayer. Okay. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day, Father. Thank you for bringing us all together, Father God, and imparting word and information into each other, Father God. Just showing that we know you, Father God, and love you through what we do, how we do it, Father God. Let us continue to grow in your word, Father God, being able to share with others and speak into their lives, Father God. Help us continue to grow in areas where we're weak, Father God, and want to move forward, Father. And Father, just thank you and bless this day that we can all just continue to be a blessing to those we're around. Father, we ask for your continued blessings over our church, over our lives, Father God and uh, over our families, Father. All these things, Father, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, you guys, I love y'all. Me too, you brother. Enjoy the rest right. of your weekend. Y'all have a good yeah. one. And, and um, like I said, um, yeah, I know I owe y'all some therapy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it in trade. <laughs> yes, sir. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Gifts and kind. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my brother. Y'all have a great day. God bless you, brother. God bless you. Take care of yourselves. All right. All right. right. Y'all be blessed. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye.